0: A podcast where we have questions. And somebody's gotta have answers. That was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. We haven't done that in a month. I even feel like our voices sounded really nice. Like we're like really in like radio voice.
1: Hello, my name's Hannah, and this is the six o'clock news. No, I don't want to talk about the news, actually.
0: I see I always do the NPR thing. Let's go. Um how do they say it? I'm Erin Bennett, and this is NPR. That's always what I think of that it. That almost right? feels
1: like someone who's really super nerdy called a sex line and
0: asked <laughs> a to say that to them. <laughs> if I said, oh, if I was like, oh, um, do you ever listen to NPR? No, only when you talk about it. Okay, well, there's the best segment is um, this thing called Fresh Air and it's interviews, but the really good interviews. And it's this woman, Terry Gross, who's a host and who's been hosting it for a long time. And she has a very particular voice, but if I could do that, but like sexy, I bet I could sell that.
1: I'm Erin Bennett,
0: and this is NPR. Is that what I sounded like? To me! Yeah! (laughs) I think that's what NPR hosts sound like when they talk. I think you're in love with the NPR hosts.
1: (laughs) Folks, vote in the comments below. Did I mimic Erin perfectly or not? (laughs) Ah, okay. Well, we're back. Hello. Sorry for the, um, accidentally unannounced break, hiatus that we took.
0: Not we're... sorry. We were doing cool stuff. Do you want to tell them
1: why? What were you doing? I was not doing anything cool.
0: Oh, but, but in the last, like, few weeks, though, you, you did cool things. Let's it's... talk about your cool thing first, though. Okay. I feel like we did tell people, but I went, um, to Oxford, Exeter College at Oxford, and I took a summer creative writing Of course. And you
1: were one of, like, how many people that could have possibly gotten in?
0: Well, there were eight of us from Dartmouth. I don't know how many people could have gotten in altogether.
1: Eight. And a million people applied, and Aaron's the coolest, smartest person that I know.
0: All right, I feel like we need to, like, reconstruct this a little bit. Because there's, like, eight of us from Dartmouth College, but then there was, like, 70 other people from around the world who were at the program. Yeah, but
1: you were one of eight chosen from your college.
0: Okay, yes, this... This tracks. This is fine. Cause
1: Aaron, say it with me, friends, is the coolest, smartest person we know. That's too much. Mm -mm. Mm, Not enough, actually. I disagree. (laughs) Well,
0: that's just cause Hannah's my most supportive friend, who makes me feel the most special.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Aaron abandoned us all for about a month.
0: Exactly a month, and um, took some cool classes, met some cool people. I should say that was three weeks. The last week of the month, Aaron met me and you guys explored and we explored yeah like a little little honeymoon yeah it was kind of like a little honeymoon amazing yeah it was it was pretty pretty crazy
1: i did nothing while she was gone (laughs) (laughs) i did my normal job where i was a nanny uh that's done i'm back in school now uh we had our first full day today So we did, yeah, so we did, like, a little orientation couple of days where we did two half days, and the first half day, um, 6th, ninth, and 10th graders came, and the second half day, 7th, 8th, 11th, and 12th came. We, our school's middle and high. Um, and so that didn't really count. We were all, like, editing people's schedules. They didn't really interact with any students. They went through the most rapid-fire version of their schedule that they possibly could just to, like, find their classrooms and meet their teachers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was very, very quick. Um, so today was our first, like, full-length day. Everybody was there, full school, full staff. And immediately, I was bullied by students. You guys know our friend Alexa that we talk about a lot? Hi, Alexa. I know that you're listening to this. Um, if perhaps
0: only Alexa is listening to this.
1: (laughs) Alexa is the only person who ever asks me when we miss a week posting an episode what happened. So she listens religiously. We appreciate that. I don't appreciate you right now, dude. Alexa let her students use her classroom phone to call me and trick me into coming down to her classroom, which I do on a regular basis anyways. This is like their advisory period. So they're not like learning. Uh, (laughs) It wasn't like interrupting education. It was, they're all kind of hanging out. And they had done this trick to her three times already. They told me, so she knew what they were doing. And they asked me to take a picture of them. And I said,
0: weird. Okay. Sure. Sure. Like, first day of school, I could see this. I would buy this if students asked me to take a picture. Though. I said,
1: why couldn't Miss Keo do it? And they said, you're the best at taking pictures, O'Connell. Please do it. I was like, great. Okay, fine. Flatter me if you must. They used an app. I can't remember what it's called. And when you take a picture with this app, it uses the front camera and also takes a picture of you. Oh, so it almost looks like a FaceTime screenshot where like there's the main picture of the people and then in the corner, there's a little box with your face kind of making the weird whatever face you make when you take a picture like you're not thinking about it. Right, right, right. So I asked them to delete it. I noticed it immediately. I held onto the phone. I said, you cannot have this back unless you're deleting it. I will keep it until the end of the day. They're like, all right, all right, all right, we'll delete it. And as they went to delete it, I watched them take a screenshot. I said, I, I'm not that stupid. Like, I don't know what this app is because I guess I'm old now. But I'm not that stupid. You need to delete that photo too. I don't know what you're talking about. I would never take a screenshot. That's not real. I was like, dude. Oh, man. I watched you do it. Open up your photos. Prove to me that you didn't take one. Okay, 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 fine. Uh, I told him that if he didn't delete it, he was going to spend the rest of the week in detention with me. And is that how he really wanted to start his first week of school? And he said, Maybe. Wow. He doesn't think that I'm very scary. But he (laughs) deleted it, and I am just now realizing that iPhones have this little folder called Recently Deleted, and it is very possible that he could have gone in after I left and taken it back out of that folder. Do they really? They do. It saves your photos for 30 days. Erin is checking.
0: I didn't know about this recently. Go into your photos.
1: Go to Albums.
0: Oh. Uh, it should be in there. I guess I actually haven't deleted a lot of photos recently. That might be why. I can show you on my phone. This, uh, is, I guess this is really interesting to you Other people guys. might just, like, already know about this business. Oh, no, you
1: know what it is? You If you go to albums and then you scroll down, there's a thing called recently deleted. So these are all the pictures wow. that I've deleted in the last 30 days. After 30 days, it deletes them permanently. And you can empty this. I empty it all the time because it keep, keep, but are you takes serious? up storage.
0: Oh, my God. They're, what? It I, only keeps them for 30 days, but go to your photos. I have to tell you guys, I feel like they the are secretly finding. You only have one.
1: You don't delete things very often.
0: Oh, I don't, I guess. Oh, that was just a weird thing. Someone.
1: But so since I forgot about that folder, this kid definitely still has that picture on his phone. And in the, in the fight for because he immediately, when I saw what happened, he immediately dove for his phone and I put it behind my back. This I, was, so, I have to say, uh, kids are so tricky now. Technology has ruined everything about being a high school educator.
0: I guess I just find the whole thing weird because, like, if I wanted a photo of you, it honestly, if I Googled your name, I could find it. Like, you
1: cannot. There is a model named Hannah O'Connell. She's the only thing that comes up. Really? I've tried to Google
0: myself so many times. Even if I said, Hannah O'Connell, insert our college name, insert play. That might work.
1: That might work, but you would have to know all of those details about me. These kids don't even know.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Whenever
1: they ask me how old I am, I say 45. I don't want to tell them. Wow. But this kid, when he dove for his phone and I put it behind my back, his little partner in crime was there, and I hit her with my coffee, I guess. I think that she went after the phone, too. She tells me that I shoulder checked her. I spilled coffee on her white shirt.
0: Still, they were all really close to you for that to happen. So close.
1: Because I was standing with, like, my coffee, like, close to me. And she gave me shit about it for the rest of the day. She didn't, like, actually care. She wasn't really upset that these are that kind of student. Like, oh, okay. both of them are like that. Uh, she walked by my office later in the day to go to another class and went, keep in my distance. Don't want any more coffee on my shirt. Wow, the SAS level is so high. So that's how my first day went. And it's all because Alexa let them call me to her classroom. Uh, 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 <laughs> I said... Why would you be in on this? She goes, I don't know. They wanted you to take their picture. I didn't know it was going to happen. They were like, we did it to her three times in a row before we called you. Uh, uh,
0: well, in a weird way, I do think this. they, they like you.
1: No, they do. They're, they're my friends. There's no hard feelings as long as the photo doesn't exist.
0: Yes. But that now they needed to
1: delete the photo because they didn't need a photo of me on their phone. I was like, I will admit that that is very clever. That is very funny. I can laugh with you if you delete the photo. This Is all good. I feel like that's a good like boundaries,
0: uh, dude. A, a good line to walk, so that's fun. Um, what else happened since we've seen them last? Well, let's see. I don't know. I mean, I summarized the, the England thing pretty quickly. This yeah, isn't you, you didn't go to any detail. That's pretty, well, because I can't decide, you know, when you go on a trip and you know, well, you know, the joke this isn't a thing anymore in fact maybe younger people won't even know about this but there used to be a joke in movies and tv shows that when you got back from a trip and everyone would be like oh like i hope it was great like i want to see your pictures but like no one actually wanted that and like the person who went on the trip would be all excited to share the pictures and everyone else would be miserable so you're supposed to like know that people don't actually want to hear about it do you know what i mean yeah and so like I don't know when people say how the trip was, if they actually want to know, like, how it was, or if they're just... You're just not sure if I'm being realistic with
1: you, or if I'm waiting for you to tell me you
0: don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I really want to... I don't know if anybody else wants to know, but I don't care. This is our podcast. Okay.
0: Um, I will... I can share a few funny things about the UK that I didn't know, that I learned while I was there. Um, they have TJ Maxx. It's exactly the same. Hmm. It sells the same clothes. It smells the same when you walk inside. The shelves are the same. The only thing that's different is that it's called TK Max. Why? I don't know, but it's very popular. I was in three different cities, four over the course of the trip, and all of them had a TK Max. Why would you change one letter? No idea. You just spelled Max with two X's? Yeah. I hate it. It's, but it's... And people has got in the habit of saying it, they'd be like, Oh, I'm just gonna like run to TK Maxx because I need like a t shirt or something. And I'd be like That's so wrong. It was weird. And every time I went walking around with someone new who hadn't seen it yet, they'd stop and be like, TK Maxx. Like I heard it like twenty times over the course of the trip. It was really funny.
1: That's weird. We need to go to England just so I can experience that.
0: I even just walking by, I was like, That I know exactly what's in that store if I walk inside. Like I could I just know
1: like transported right back to the America.
0: So. Yeah, <coughs> <laughs> to, to the Americas. <laughs> they also have American candy stores. I had heard about this before, but to see them in England, like, just seemed funny. Well, they don't have.
1: I don't know exactly the U K specifically, but I know like I have a friend who lives in Denmark, and we used to mail her things like Oreos because yeah. they don't have them there.
0: No, so they, they have don't. like the
1: American. Find your American, like, we have, you know, the Asian markets or whatever. Right. Find your American food here, and it has, like, Oreos and Skittles.
0: No, yeah, it's clearly, like, the only things in there are bad for you. Like, it's... That's what American food is. It was so weird. Um, And then uh, there's no, there really is no, like bagged, sliced bread. Like, what we think of as, like, sandwich bread. I think I knew that. They don't have that. All their sandwiches, your gas station sandwiches, your fancy sandwiches, they're on baguettes. They're on the real deal baguettes. It's amazing. We should follow their ways. It's... I love baguettes. I love baguettes. And when you got a sandwich, it wasn't, like, half the baguette or part of it like you get here. Like, they're like, here is a whole baguette with the sandwich. I mean, they're a little smaller than what we think of. It's more like... Like a foot long? Like a foot long. That's too much sandwich. But you save half of it for
1: later. I will never eat the other half. Really? Really. I'll forget about it. Oh. Then it's not good. And then it's kind of soggy and then you're not going to eat the rest of it.
0: I mean, I've never not eaten the second half of my sandwich. We. (laughs) Regardless of circumstances. If living together for
1: three years taught us anything, it's that we are different people when it comes to food. I know.
0: I know. I know. I know. Um, yes, this is true. Can I tell you what I had for dinner tonight? Not if it's going to horrify me. Okay, I'll
1: keep it to myself. Oh my god, what did you have for dinner? I can't tell you.
0: <laughs> just uh, Now I need to know. I'll, I'll get over it. This is just
1: an entire
0: bag of Humpty Dumpty
1: brand salt <laughs> vinegar chips. Hannah. No.
0: <laughs> so bad for me. Do you want to know what I had for dinner yesterday? Did it have any protein? Yeah, it was just a tomato. <laughs> I just
1: sliced up and ate a tomato. Did you even That's... put a little pepper in it? Oh, I put salt on it. Try salt and pepper next time. I think I put salt and garlic. It wasn't, like, plain, but it was all Just salt a tomato?
0: Did you, like, not have food? No, world? we have so
1: much food. <laughs>
0: I mean, the tomato is better. Than an entire bag of salt and vinegar chips? Yeah. The the tomato actually is not if there's any like vegetable slash fruit that you're gonna just eat one of for dinner, a whole tomato actually isn't so bad. Okay, well, great. I feel better about myself now. Thank you so much. I have had a whole tomato just as a snack cut up. As some. a
1: snack, I ate it as dinner.
0: Yes, and what I would eat as a snack most of the time would fill you for dinner. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um uh, Oh, the other thing, the other thing, um, and this is, like, when you go to England, everyone's, like, there's a lot of great things, and there's a lot of places to go where they'll be, like, Oh, the food, but, like, England isn't so much a place where people go, like, for the food, just for food, yeah. not, not the way you'd go to, like, France or Italy or, like, yeah. even Germany or something, or, you know,
1: I think you listed enough countries for us to
0: understand I was going to try and go, like, less just, like, Western-focused, but... um, It's okay. uh, The one thing England does do that I'm just, like, so on board with on top of the baguettes is uh, when you buy a scone, like, if you, like, go to a cafe and, like, go to get a scone, you get jam and cream with your scone. Like if you just say i want my scone plain or dry they look at you like why would you ever eat that because you know how a lot of people here would say like oh like a scone is the worst pastry because it's so dry and crumbly like yes it is but if you get a scone which they also are always like hot and a little fluffier you get the scone and you're supposed to separate it in half almost like a bun and then you get this cream that's like not sweet, but it has like the consistency of frosting, kind of. Okay. Um, it's like butter. It's like a heavy. Sweet like a,
1: like a spreadable butter.
0: Butter. Yeah. Spreadable butter. And then you get the jam, and you put the cream and jam on the scone. Like it's just so much. It's so much better. Your, like your spreadable butter. Spreadable butter. It's. Some people call it clotted cream. That makes I it,
1: don't like the way that that yeah, sounds. Yeah, that
0: makes it sound not good, but if you just, they just say cream, cream, would you like some cream and jam? And the first time I ever got a scone, I was going to be like, I'll just get it plain. And the girl, like, she kind of looked at me like, plain. I was like, all right, fine, I'll get the cream and jam. The cream and, and butter. Why are these scissors so small? Because they're for, like, sewing. When I mean, you don't, you're just cutting thread and stuff, you don't need a giant no one else can see the scissors. It, this is the second episode in which you have reached into a jar and grabbed a pair of scissors for no good reason. <laughs> no, I don't know why they're so little, but it's for sewing. I get it. Um, Do you want to know that's the only thing that the TSA... Did I say that right? Is TSA? It, that's the airport security people? Yeah, TSA. Um, that's the only thing that got I me think in it's trouble. it's like Transport Security Administration. Yeah. I might have like, made that up. See, that's the thing. In my mind, it's like airport terminal security, but that no. doesn't... That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> ATS. <laughs> um, I almost went through all the traveling, all the planes without any trouble, but at one point I left the scissors in my backpack instead of my suitcase. and Did they take them? No. no. Oh, was this pair? It was that pair. Oh. So when you have... You can carry a sharp object of like a certain length... And so next thing you know, one person did the scan. So I was like, oh, her bag to the side. And then I have to say, they're all very nice. Um, and so then one, she hands it to the other lady. was like, I gotta go through your backpack. And then she's like, can you tell me if there's anything sharp in here? And I was like, there's a very small pair of scissors. And she's like, can you tell me where they are in the backpack? And I was like, no. <laughs> Don't know. And she's like, can you try and just direct me where to look? And I was like, no and so then i'm going to the backpack and she's like please you're supposed to just let me do it and i was like can i just and she was like fine 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 just and so i'm like opening it i'm like it's in a pocket on the inside it's like the back wall of the backpack like but it's asking
1: aaron to explain the location of anything is not it because you're gonna get the most convoluted you try so hard and the the energy is there
0: It almost never makes sense. And I knew that I couldn't do it. And so anyway, we finally, so between me and like three other people, we get the little pair of scissors out. And the next thing you know, they're holding up the scissors. They're measuring the scissors. They're like trying out the scissors. And the whole time, Lady's like, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. Um, And then it all turned out to be fine.
1: (laughs) All of that. And they just, and then they just put
0: it on the desk. And I was going to be like, ah, darn it. Like, I like those scissors. And I was going to leave. And she's like, no, no, you can take them. Like, as I was just going to take this pair of scissors and, like, put it in my pocket and walk on an airplane, I was like, I... Don't shank anybody. I know. I mean, I I almost wanted to be like, ma'am, like, this is, like, one of the sharpest pair of scissors you can get at Joanne Fabrics. Like, that's what it (laughs) says on the thing when you buy it. Like, I don't know if this should be allowed on airplanes. I didn't mean to bring this on the airplane. (laughs) Right. The only thing I've ever had confiscated at
1: TSA is a tube
0: of toothpaste. Oh, yeah. That'll get you.
1: Didn't realize. It was, like, my second time flying and yeah. the first time when I was like six and I didn't realize how like that that counted as a liquid
0: everything yeah everything even pasty counts as a liquid yeah
1: and so I just figured it'd be fine and I liked at the time I'm less picky now but a very specific kind of toothpaste because I don't like the way toothpaste tastes mm-hmm. of any I don't care if it's bubble gum or cinnamon or mint I don't like it so I found one that was like really mildly flavored and still Felt okay texture-wise in my mouth. And I was like, well, I have to bring it. They don't make travel versions of this specific toothpaste because I'm a weirdo. Yeah. And they took it from me and I had to use different toothpaste the entire trip. And I was awful. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. Well. I will say, I think this was leaving leaving England, coming home to the U.S. They... So with the U.S., my, at least my experience was that even if it's not full, if the container, like, even mm-hmm. if there's probably less than three fluid ounces in the thing, if the container originally held more and they can't, like, see how much is in it, they're still like, no, you can't bring it.
1: Really? Yeah. Because that... when I, when my toothpaste thing happened, they squeezed it all down and held it up and looked to their friend and said, do you think this is more than an ounce? Do you think this is more than an ounce? It's definitely more than an ounce. I'm
0: sorry. I have to take this. They didn't, like, do that for me when they, the time I got all my face wash and things confiscated, but in leaving England, they gave everyone, like, a little plastic baggie, and then you put all your products in the little plastic bag, so it was separate. So it was already separate. They're like, if there's anything that could possibly count as a liquid, you know. Put it in this. Yeah. And they were very clear. They were like, ma- like, a lady was going down the line saying, like, makeup, eyeshadow, mascara, all that all counts. Mm-hmm um and it was just very simple and nice
1: everybody is nicer than the united states
0: and they didn't make you take your shoes off
1: mm, yeah you know nice. how much nicer it was not having to take your shoes off i would be willing to bet that the uk has never had a shoe uh, bomber oh which is a specific thing that's happened here which is insane oh
0: that's valid
1: Uh, yeah, that would be, that would be the only reason that I can think of. I do know that some places, like, if it's really busy, I've been in airports where they're like, nobody take off your shoes, just come, because they have that big thing now. Um, I
0: I will say, I I, I do think airplane safety is good. It's important.
1: Like, especially with our history in the United States with everything that has happened. It's, it's important. It's tedious and it's insane, but it's important.
0: I was wondering about that. The person who watches all the scans go by. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, imagine sitting there and you're like, my job is so important.
1: And you just stare at people's bodies all day. And it's so,
0: and their bags.
1: Everybody in TSA, not everybody, that one person
0: in TSA, I've gone through a lot of those scanners. They've definitely seen my boobs. I hadn't thought of it that way. I I thought it was only detecting looking for metal. Is it literally x-raying your body? I don't know. I've never looked at it. (laughs) I assume it just... Every time I get in there, I go, you can see my boobs. I always thought it just glowed on anything that might be metal or...
1: I know that afterwards, if, like, like if I had these bracelets on and I did it, they would light up, and then they have, like, a little stick figure person, and it lights up on whatever part they have to pat you down on. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um... The only other thing that I can think of is that I'm in a play. She's in a play. So it's exciting. Uh, I'm one of the leads. It's a musical.
0: I shouldn't just call it a play. It's a musical. It is a musical. I have three, two solos. Ooh. And three group songs. So Hannah's also planning her wedding. I mean, we don't talk about this a ton, but like. I'm getting married in 74 days. Like, this is coming
1: up. It's like, two months. It's two and a half months.
0: I don't wanna think about it, that's too soon. (laughs) Well here, if I think about it this way, the amount of time between now and your wedding is almost exactly it's not quite as long, but it's almost as long as one of my as my fall term.
1: Same, because I just started my fall term and it ends November 6th and my wedding is November twelfth.
0: And mine ends November 15th. And then
1: I'm gonna play November 18th. (laughs) Yay! It's gonna be great. It's fine. I'm not gonna have a mental breakdown. I chose this for myself.
0: But I will say singing and dancing is very healthy for you. You'll feel very refreshed and in excellent shape. It's fun.
1: Um, Yeah, so I get to do that.
0: We have Erin's
1: planning me a surprise bridal shower that's coming up. I know that makes it sound like not a surprise, but literally all I know is the day that it's happening because I told her I needed that information. I know nothing else. I don't know where it is. I don't know really who's going to be there because I don't know who RSVP'd. I don't know. I don't know. I told her what I'm wearing. And she's going to pick me up and blindfold me.
0: Yep. I actually might... I might have to change that. I might need Jason to drive you, actually.
1: I don't care. Just as long as, like, I'm not driving myself, because I'm going to drink.
0: No, you're not driving yourself. You're not driving yourself. I will say it is nearby enough that it is not a difficulty for if Jason drove you and went home. Okay. Um, he likes to...
1: Like, it could be two hours away. He would go, all right, and he would find something I know, but I wouldn't ask
0: him to do that. He doesn't um, mind. Uh, cool. Someday, when it's over, we'll talk about how it went. <laughs> and I can't yes. tell you about all the things. The thing. episode
1: after, we will discuss that. Um, and then the bachelorette is in a month. And I just had to change where we're staying, so hopefully that doesn't happen
0: again. No, it won't. It won't. Um, and things are going. Yeah.
1: And I'm pretending that none of it's real, because
0: if I don't, I will be stressed. But then she also tells me how much time she has, which stresses me out. Because I'm like, why do you have so much time? Don't you have things you should be stressed about? (laughs)
1: Nope, I'm choosing that too. (laughs) I also, like, I do all of my homework at work while I'm on the clock. I shop for the wedding at work while I'm on the clock. They don't give me enough to do. I hope nobody from work listens to this. Um, They're giving me more responsibilities this year. I taught an eighth grade class today. They were awful. Oh, really? I learned a new one of the kids' names instantly. And I looked him in the eyes, and I said, do you think it's a good thing that I know your name already? Because I don't know anybody else's name in this class. And he said no, and I said, you're right. So maybe you should stop doing what you're doing. Oh. (laughs) Then I bribed him with candy, and he's my friend now.
0: Eighth grade is tough. It's just a tough tough time.
1: Yeah, but hopefully I'll have less free time at work soon, and then I can be stressed in the not work hours.
0: (laughs) You don't actually want that to happen. Like, I don't know. I think I work well under pressure. That's fair. That's fair.
1: As long as I push off the mental breakdown until Thanksgiving, we're good. I can get through everything important before then. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's fine.
0: Yeah, after Thanksgiving, you can have as much mental breakdown as you want. You'll be all set. So far,
1: though, my least favorite part of wedding planning is asking people to please RSVP. Ugh. Yeah. Your parents need to RSVP. I'm going to yell at them before I leave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're bad at that.
0: The Bennett's are bad.
1: It's like people who I know are coming, but we're doing a plated dinner, so I need like a head count and what you're eating. Yeah. And some people got plus ones and aren't using them or didn't and I've asked for them and it's like, I don't really care that much, but I need to know how many people are in your party. A surprising amount of my friends with kids are not bringing their children. So I budgeted for like yeah 30 extra people who are under the age of 12 and none of them are going to be there.
0: Uh, you know, I think a lot of people use it as their... Date night excuse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do still have to get my hotel room.
1: I mean, you can do that whenever you want. It does, the price is going up as we speak. Every day it gets a little bit more expensive. Unless you want to find, like, a, a close-by location.
0: Nope, I want to be right next to you.
1: But if you want to be right next to me, you gotta book that, Babe. All right. I want to be right next to you. We can make um, Jason sleep in the car for the night, and you can take a spot in bed so that we don't have no. we don't have uh, sex out of wedlock or something <laughs> the night before our wedding. Oh, the night before. Oh, okay, that'd be
0: funny. Yeah, actually, not the night of. I was uh, like, "What,
1: Hannah? No, the night before." One of our friends for Ethan and Jenny's wedding. Yeah slept in their bed with them. They were both in the bed, and her plan was to sleep between them, but it didn't, I asked them later, they were like, no, we cuddled. But she was in their bed with them, so nothing funky could happen.
0: She was like their, like their main, like the and Juliet. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is hilarious. That is cute. I won't do that.
1: No, I feel like that's, that's pushing it. (laughs) That's, no, that's a little weird. (laughs) Um, They also, the three of them lived together at one point, so like this was not something new. This had happened before, because they were, the three of them were roommates. Okay. But they were roommates. Um, That's great.
0: I'm Speaking happy of roommates. The,
1: yeah, yeah. Do I know what we're talking about today?
0: Yeah. Unless you have more. No. It ties into roommates? No, not okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. We have a not no. Even, not, even, not even mildly related. <laughs> the name of our podcast. Not not even mildly related. Um, No, today. Ooh. I forgot I changed the topic. You forgot? Okay. Can, can I, I that share... this was something else. Wait, can I share one thing? It's one yeah. of my... I should have a little segment where it's like, Erin read this tweet today and she's still thinking about it. Yeah, go for it. Um, it was the first thing I opened this morning. Well, it wasn't the first thing I opened. It was the first thing I saw on Twitter when I opened Twitter mm-hmm. this morning. Because I always monitor the work Twitter, so I always check mine first and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Anyway. Um, so I open it up. And the first tweet I see is a story about a couple that, it was a man and a woman, a young, young. I think it said they were like 23 or something. Um, Nope, made that up, don't quote me on that. Anyway, the story was two people, both adopted, that's how they met, through some like, I've been adopted group. Were they related? They were brother and sister. No! And they'd been dating for six years. Years and they were grown ups, so
1: like, if how you're... at that point, like, because if, like, it's one thing to be like, I'm in love with my sibling and like, you grew up together, but how do you like change that? Because now that's like, and at the bare f- minimum, you can't have kids.
0: They found out through 23 Me, because she like got it for them as like a fun gift, is like, because hey, they were both adopted. Yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. And they're related. They're brother and sister, but they're ah! like in a commit, but they didn't. What? And imagine if they never. Found out their kids would have twelve toes, or or other things, but <laughs> just I went straight to extra toes. But then someone That's in the it's only com- two extra that felt like a lot. Sorry, someone in the comments was like, "Oh, this is a uh, because it was based off of a video that I guess was spreading around TikTok, and." Someone in the comments said, oh, yeah, this is a elaborate scheme from 23 Me to get people to buy it by posting these dramatic stories that make people worried. There's- I still want to buy it.
1: I don't need a dramatic story to know that I'm, maybe I'm not related to my family. Maybe I was switched at birth.
0: You just look too much like I look exactly like my father. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely not. Like, I'm like, you actually I are. I am a clone of my father. <laughs> you definitely are. I'm so I related from... to them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, Hannah. <laughs> I just we... can't. We,
1: I have the exact same face as my dad, which sometimes when I look at him, like, I love my dad, but I'm like, damn it. I got, I got those features. But he also has the world's biggest fucking head. And I don't have a small head, but it's not that big. Yours is
0: proportionate to your body. So I
1: think when I look at him, I'm worried that my face looks exactly like his, and I have this like
0: six head head forehead and this long
1: ass face. I don't.
0: You don't. I actually very round head. But it's like Stephen and I. People were always asking us if we were twins. That's sometimes weird. You guys have
1: the same teeth.
0: Yep. I don't know
1: if that's weird to know, but. You guys have the same teeth. Like, it's not like... Most siblings are like, oh, your noses are similar. You kind of smile the same. Your eyebrows are the same shape. You guys have the same teeth. Like, someone pulled them out of your mouth when they were baby teeth and put them in his mouth, and they became his adult teeth, and you have your adult teeth, and now you have the same teeth. I mean, I can't
0: lie to you. Like, you're right. (laughs) I just... I went way too far about your teeth. It's... It's okay. You're actually not the first one to ever... The first time I saw him
1: smile, I don't think I heard a word that he said, because my brain was going, those are Aaron's teeth, those are Aaron's teeth, those are Aaron's teeth.
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) I've been thinking about this for a long time. (laughs) I'm glad we could finally discuss it. Yep, on the podcast. It's good. It's all good. Hi, Steven. (laughs) Hi, Steven. Um, I'd be curious if Steven ever thinks about this, because sometimes I'm like, is it weird for other people, like, how alike we look? Just just the
1: teeth thing. The rest of it's fine.
0: Okay. Just the teeth for me.
1: (laughs) Because also, like, yeah, your faces are the same, but your proportions otherwise are not. Oh, no, no, no. The way that, like, you're shaped entirely is different. It's just, like, your facial features are similar.
0: Right. And your teeth are identical. (laughs) Um, okay. Next. (laughs) Okay, the, sorry everyone. That was my weird Twitter thing. I, and the thing is if anyone knows if this is true or fake, like I'd be very curious because it was a weird way to start my day. I have to tell you.
1: That's it's absolutely
0: insane. Also,
1: thanks for anyone who stuck through 34 minutes of us talking about shit cuz it's been a whole month. Um, and if you skipped ahead, you're a loser and you can unsubscribe. Should we add a
0: note in the beginning, skip to minute 35?
1: Absolutely not. They can figure it out on their own, or they can listen to us like true fans should. (laughs) This is the content people come for. Is it? I will die on this hill. And by people, I mean Alexa. (laughs) Thank you, Alexa. So today, um, originally I was going to talk to you about idioms. Yeah. But I couldn't find enough that I liked. And so when I opened this a minute ago, that's what I thought was going to be on this paper. And instead, (laughs) it's the history of
0: the bra. That's fantastic. That's also great. And the reason that we're talking about that is because I... Hold on. I need to interrupt you. I realized I picked up this like tin container I have of lip balm and I was opening and closing it. I'm so sorry.
1: You S- were. Sound it cheap. smells good. Um, but I guess they can't
0: smell it, so... They just hear the... the... ASMR. <laughs> um, accidental ASMR. That's our spinoff.
1: Speaking of sound effects, we have two bells right now at the high school because we changed to a modified block schedule. So like you have period one, period two, and if you have a class for both of them, that's block A. Period three, period four, both of those are block B. Got it. Um, So you either have a block class or a couple of period classes. So we yeah. have two different bells, one yes, for periods, yes. one for blocks.
0: I know. Yes, my high school did this. Okay.
1: We did that, but we had the same bell. You had to know if you were leaving or not. You had to pay attention. It was the same noise every time. Yeah. Um, and not everybody understood why there were two bells, and one of my co-workers asked me today what they meant, and I was trying to explain it to her, but, like, they don't have names, so I went, well, the ding-dong bell is for periods, and the, ah,
0: is for the
1: She shook her head and started laughing. I said, does that make sense? And she went, I'm really mad, but it does. Because <laughs> the period one really does sound like a doorbell. Um, anyways, the history of bras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ding-dongs.
1: Bras, right? Uh, yeah. Do
0: that. Yeah. That work?
1: Ding dong. Um, when I edit this later, I might put in a doorbell noise. No, I won't. I don't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. You could figure it out.
1: Um, basically, I wanted to do this because I cannot find any bras that fit me. My phone is vibrating. My boobs grew again. I hate it. I'm mad about it. Why am I going through puberty at 28? Who knows? I have one bra. One bra is the least comfortable thing I've ever owned. And it sort of fits uh, And so I need new bras And I went bra shopping And the only bra that I could find that was in my size that fit me correctly Was from Victoria's Secret so it was $75 I'm not buying that bra hmm. So now I said I don't have any bras So I wanted to know who the fuck Who the fuck decided that we needed bras Yeah, It's only weird for my nipples to be out Because society said it's weird for my nipples to be out And somebody decided in 18 something that that was weird So I'm mad at that person but anyways, the first. I want, I want to just add.
0: Actually, no. I I have a comment on the on the quality of women's shirts. Yes.
1: It's not good. If they were better, I wouldn't need a bra. Yeah. Please continue. Beth. The first note that I have. <laughs> says different types of bras. Talk about it. And I would, but the rest of this doesn't relate. <laughs> So I'm skipping that part. I was going to describe, like, you know, we all know sports bras and bandos and strapless bras and push-up bras and underwire bras. And if you've got this bra
0: and you're still interested, you probably know. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not important anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is for bra-wearing folks. I think that's where we're at. Or if
1: you want to be educated about bras and you don't wear them. I hope. Or, or if you want to purchase a your, bra for somebody else.
0: Your special someone, a Uh, something... A sexy piece of cloth. You might want to stay. Alright.
1: One time, Jason played the podcast aloud for his Uh, work, and it was the uh, Pride episode. (laughs) And so I really hope he plays this one aloud tomorrow. (laughs)
0: Why that one? Because the... And that was, I mean, maybe that one is the one. Well, it was
1: the one that... It was a new one that had come out that day, and he was at work and someone was playing... Music on the speaker, and their phone died. And Jason was like, all right, I call it, I'm next. And he gave them the choice. He said, do you guys want music, or do you want to listen to a podcast? And they were all like... Wait, oh. he didn't say, you don't want to listen to my fiance no. well, they and were all her like, friends? They were all like, oh, podcast, what well, podcast? Ooh, podcast sounds interesting, which is not what I would expect. He does painting. Like, it, they're like, you know, they're tradesmen. It's... I wouldn't expect them all to be like, oh, a podcast.
0: I will unless well, you and know. And they were like, right. what, what?
1: And he goes, oh, Hannah has one. They all know who I am. A few of them have met me. And they're like, yeah, definitely. Put it on. Which is so funny. And then they got past the part where we ramble, and we got into Pride, and they were like, oh, uh, okay. And he was like, but they all listened, and now we're all really educated. Wait, they, listened <laughs> they listened to, to, the, to the whole, whole thing? thing?
0: They did not turn it Wait, off. Wait, and this was like out loud, like while on they a were On speaker working. while they were painting. Because if you've ever walked by a house where... Really- you know, any person is working, like, that music or podcast is on Very loud. loud. Mm Mm-hmm. They listen to the whole thing. I wonder if anyone, like, looked us up after?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No? (laughs) No. All I'm saying is
1: they might not be subjected to bra education. So prior to bras being popularized... Those women utilized corsets and structured garments, which were called bust improvers. And the structured garments were introduced because for a long time in, like, the Victorian area, corsets covered the breast. There were, like, little buckles over the top. Yes. And then they became less for coverage and more for lift. So they became more like bustiers.
0: Right. So it was the kind that would, like, come up, but, like... Just underneath. The nipples were, like, still out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and the fabric that women's clothes were made out of, much like today, was not very good, and it was very, very sheer in that right, time. Right, So it wasn't right. even like, oh, that might be nipple, it was like, this is entirely what my breast looks like. So they came up, what did I say they were called? With bust improvers,
0: uh,
1: which was basically, it looked like a crop top that just covered your boobs, and it had the same exact straps with, like, the little buckle on yeah. them, and it didn't... Look like... I only saw pictures of it. It didn't look like it had, like, structure. Because the structure came from the bustier. Uh. It just was there to, like... So you couldn't see your boob.
0: Okay. Um. This is, like, we're talking... Well, so the... The corsets
1: were, like, Victorian. And then it transitioned in, like... The mid to late 1800s to the, the shorter corsets and the bust improvers. Okay. And then it kept transitioning and... They were kind of hemming and hawing about, like, do we really wear corsets anymore? And they started to become less popular. And they really went out, out of style in 1917. And my notes say, why the fuck? That's so late. <laughs> <laughs> also, they didn't go out of style because that's uncomfortable and unrealistic and women shouldn't be subjected to that kind of torture. They went out of style because it was World War I and they needed all of the metal to make tanks. And so uh-huh. they could no longer put metal boning in corsets, they came up with whalebone corsets, and those were not comfortable.
0: And also, like the poor whales. I and guess the poor whales. We were, I guess, we were hunting them
1: already. We, for, yeah, like, at oil. that point, we didn't care. Um, we care now. But yes, yeah, so they changed like the structure of the corset, and it just wasn't good. It didn't stay like it didn't bend the same that like the metal bent. It didn't stay quite in place like it was supposed to. The bones stuck out in weird ways. People were like, "I'm over it." Um, there were. A few different, there's a, there's a myth that bras were invented by men, and that is not true. There were actually quite a few different women who submitted patents for different varieties of bras around this time. They were oh. like, all right, corsets are out of style, we're not into like that whole thing anymore, and it was going into the 1920s when the popular figure was more like straight on all sides and less like, let's have my, my bosom flow over. Mm-hmm. And was they described it as like a boyish figure, which I don't really like the description. Anyone can look like that. It was very just like plain dresses that you weren't really trying to show off your figure anymore. Um, the first bra that we would think is similar to like the modern bra was patented in 1914, so a little bit before they were officially like, "Ah, we can't give you courses anymore. We need to fight a war." Mm-hmm. Um, and that was by Mary Phelps Jacob. She was real frustrated with her whalebone corset because it kept poking through her party dresses. She was a socialite. So she tied together a couple of handkerchiefs with some lace. Oh. And it essentially was the shape of a bra, but it, like, went, instead of being a strap like what we have now, it went, like, under and around her arms and crossed and then tied back in the front.
0: All right. So So it was, like, backless, essentially. I can see how that would would happen.
1: Um, And the same thing. It wasn't really there to, like, Lift them and throw it off. It was more so that you couldn't see her boobs through her clothing. Right. That honestly sounds so comfortable. I would like a bra like that, please.
0: Just a bunch of handkerchiefs tied together? With some lace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she would sell these bras
1: to her friends for a dollar. And uh. at first I was like, wow, what an icon. But then I Googled it. That is equivalent to $30 today, so about what we pay for bras anyways. <laughs> Less of an icon.
0: Less of an icon. Um, well, she was working hard. She was making yeah. it by hand. So. But I also
1: like that it was, like, to my friends. Uh, you're my friend. You don't like your ribbon corset? Don't tell anyone. I invented a bra. Bra is also short for Brazier. Yeah. So that's something that I didn't know. Um, Brazier. She ended up creating, like, a company and a factory in Boston, Oh, wow. It was pretty successful. She had orders from department stores. She had, like, contracts with people. She was making hundreds of bras a week to sell. And I was just like, this is what I'd like to do.
0: Did they have... So they didn't have, like, padding or anything. They were just like... It didn't sound like it. It's just Hers. Like, there um... were others that were submitted with different
1: shapes and styles. Um, this is just the one that Wikipedia had the most information about. Oh, okay. And then very... um Vaguely, it said, until her husband told her to shut it down. Why? Nobody knows. I could have found it in the Wikipedia article. He just got upset that she was making all of this Probably. Money. I didn't honestly Google that hard, um, because in True Hannah fashion, I did this today. So, uh, she sold the patent and her company to the Warner Brothers Corset Company for $1,500, <laughs> which is about... 45000 today, and they made... But wait,
0: this is not a lot for, like, your company No, account. and they
1: made $15 million over the next 30 years. I was going to say, what? Oh, my They God. stole it from her because her husband was like, Now, Mary Phelps Jacob, I don't want to see my own lady working. <laughs> so you're going to knock that off right now, and you're going to sell it to those nice brothers. Let them make them with their corsets.
0: And she went, okay. Um, And then... Are these the same Warner Brothers that would go on to make movies? I don't think so. I didn't Google that hard. Huh. Okay.
1: Then corsets kind of came back into style um, because the war ended and there was, you know, metal again. People were like, this was fun. But they weren't as popular and people saw that they weren't as popular. So they started altering bras to have the same effect. Of which is where, like, push-up bras come from and underwire oh. bras come from. Um, and there was one person who developed the underwire bra in the uh, 1930s, and I did who? not get their name, but it was a man. Ugh. Um, it didn't gain popularity until the 1950s, so he invented it. He was like, you're not going to wear corsets, but I can make your boobs pop. And they were like, we don't want this. But part of that was because they were super expensive because World War II was happening now. Oh. And once again, we needed all the metal for tanks. Oh. So the underwire bras cost way too much money. Um, and then in the 1950s, World War II ended. We could use metal to restrain women's breasts again. <laughs>
0: People were all for it. People uh, got back from fighting the war, and they're like, listen, I've just worked really hard. Could you please make your breasts I'd pop? like your boobs to be popping, if you don't mind.
1: Well, and the style changed again. It was no longer the boyish figure of the 1920s. We were moving more into... 1950s housewife right. with the like tight bodices and the flowy skirts.
0: Right. Tiny, the, tiny waist.
1: Tiny, tiny waist. And how are you going to get a tiny waist if your boobs don't look big? The big boobs mm. make the waist look small.
0: Right. The whole illusion thing. Mm. The poofy and the poofy skirt. And the poofy
1: skirt. Nobody really looks like that. I could look like that if I wanted to but I don't want to wear that kind of clothing. No. And then in 1950s as well Padded bras that increased cleavage became popular. So, previously, most bras and corsets that were worn, there was a large piece of fabric in the middle, so it it separated
0: the boobs. It made oh. them sit,
1: like, where they're quote-unquote supposed to, but it didn't push them together. It didn't spill was them this over. Was like, the triangle? Yeah.
0: Bras were, like... Yeah. They like were they, out.
1: They're there, but they're, they they're like, separated. Yeah. They're not touching. Yeah. And the bras that, like, people wear today where, like, cleavage is still the big style thing for a lot of people, it started to become popular, again, when people came back from war, and all the husbands were like, where are your boobs? I haven't seen them in so long, and I could have died. And the wives were like, right here, here you go. And so they started pushing up and in, and cleavage became very popular, and there was one person who, uh, it was for a movie, and I didn't write it down, and I should have, and they had to make, like, a special... Bra for the actress in the movie because of some scene that she had. It had to be, like... Oh, aerodynamic. It had to be aerodynamic? And they said... The bra. I don't know. Oh. And they said that they knew that they made it perfect because it was five and a half inches of cleavage. Like, I assume from, like, top to bottom. Like, oh, if my you God. Out, they're like, it's the best bra I've ever... Could have ever thought of.
0: So, mm-hmm. it had to just be on both sides. Yeah, just, it in. must have just
1: been, like, underneath.
0: Yeah. Also, just
1: for everybody else because you can't see every time Erin and I describe it we push our boobs together to we're fit like, whatever you know, time period we're talking about we're like about. okay this is what they looked like this is what they looked like um and then in the 1970s Victoria's Secret was lost <laughs> what?
0: was lost? we lost Victoria's Secret <laughs> Victoria's Secret was launched and the rest is history uh which, which is which is interesting because Victoria's Secrets, I feel like at least I feel like is getting less popular? Well, they're coming under some harsh stigma right now. Have right. you heard the new song
1: by Jax? N- no. She sings I know Victoria's secret. He's an old man who lives in Ohio selling uh oh shoot, I know Victoria's secret. Selling uh, basically she's like he profits off of body issues. He perpetuates body issues. He's selling big boobs and skinny bodies and it's not real this is him. And Victoria's Secret came out with this whole statement and like didn't address that like Jax had done anything, but like definitely related. And we're like, at Victoria's Secret, we pride ourselves on um, a variety of representation and we want everyone to feel included and okay to shop in our store. And like, I have heard other people who have worked there talk about it. Like they have bigger sizes and like panties and stuff, but you have to ask for them out front. They have like small to large. Extra, extra small to large. If you have anything beyond that, you have to talk to somebody. That's embarrassing. Not that you're a bigger size, but that, like, you can't just grab it. Like, that's dumb. Um, And so they put out this whole press release. And I went in to try on that bra. And in the um, dressing room now, there are stickers that say, like, we are an inclusive company. We want everyone to feel welcome. If you don't feel included, like, scan this QR code. Or, like, if we could do better, let us know. Because they're coming under such hate from the song. I'll play oh. it for you afterwards. If you guys haven't heard it, look up Victoria's Secret by Jax. J-A-X. Um, it's amazing. Cashing in on body issues, selling tiny waists and big boobs.
0: Ooh. That's... Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's always been true. Um... She has a line that says,
1: um, "I was, somebody would have told me when I was younger that Thunder thighs are just normal human thighs. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just... It's... It's a beautiful song, but, um, yeah, so they, but they are still the United States' biggest lingerie company. Really? And they created the Angels, and they had their first fashion show in, like, 1980-something. Well, right, because that
0: was a, I mean, I guess it still is, like, a huge TV event.
1: Yeah. Um, and they, and it is, it's, it's this old guy who lives in Ohio who came up with this company idea, and... Has been making millions ever since off of making people feel bad about themselves.
0: Selling really expensive clothes. Trying to sell
1: me a bra that's not going to last very long for $75. Because let me be clear. I would spend $70 on a bra that I knew was going to last me for over a year. I've bought bras from Victoria's Secret. They don't hold up. They're shit quality. But they say Victoria's Secret.
0: Right. And they're normal. And, you know, they do all the pretty colors and the lace in the yeah like half of the things at Victoria's Secret you couldn't actually wear under no any because you'd be able to see it yeah (laughs) it wouldn't work but that is um the very brief history of brasiers what trips me up is that there was a time when it sounds like women were like pretty comfy and this lady was selling her handkerchief bras. For like a year, for like was, a they were year, like pretty comfy in
1: like one specific area in New England for like a year. There was like twenty women
0: <laughs> who she was who selling were... her
1: breast to for a dollar, who were living their best lives.
0: Well, that makes me glad. You know, we saw the light for a hot second. <laughs> Mary Phelps Jacobs, um... Mary Jacob Phelps, one of the two. I'm going to return now to what I think is the the subsequent issue to the bra, bralette, no bra, mm-hmm. free the nipple whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that everyone has to argue for the whole free the nipple business because we just don't make clothes shirts that are like not see through. Like yeah. buying a non see through woman's blouse to wear to work impossible. You have to spend, like, 80 to to $100 on a yeah. shirt. Yeah. And then you're going to get it, and it's going to say dry clean only. And you're oh, going to wear it once a month. I don't dry clean. I don't either.
1: I, I say fuck it. You can last in my washer, or you can never be worn again. That's your
0: choice to make. That just makes me... It just, it just like, upsets me. And then the other thing that upsets me... Oh, she put her leg up to say this one. Is... Well, I was thinking about this the other day, because see-through dresses mm-hmm. are very popular at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I love see through fabrics. I love gauzy stuff. I love flowy things. Yes. And a lot of times, like, soft fabrics are kind of see-through. Um, like, a lot of cottons, technically, are kind of see-through if they're not, like, lined. But they're soft and comfy, and they flow really nicely. And yeah. So I can see why we make dresses out of that. Um, and... On the flip side of that, while those dresses are really common, slips to wear under them are not all that common. No, they're, they're hard to find. They are so hard to find. And it's like... But also,
1: I want I want a comfortable, flowy, cotton dress. I don't want a layer. Because chances are, if I'm wearing a comfortable, flowy, cotton dress, it's because it's 90 degrees outside and it's August. Right,
0: but slips are I supposed to be... I don't want to be, second layer. They're supposed to be light... Um, they also
1: stick to you. The way that silk satin fabrics stick to you when you get sweaty, well, so uncomfortable.
0: Yes, I do agree. Like, a silk slip is actually terrible when it's hot. But but you can make, like, oh my god, it is 2022. We can make them... In other fabrics. In so many other fabrics. If you're going to sell a see-through dress, it is
1: now law that it comes with its own slip. Or... In the same fabric. Right. Right. A stone together at the top.
0: Two Al- layers. Alternatively, just the way we make bras and underwear to fit every shape thing you could buy. Like, can we just make More cute slips? slip dresses that go underneath stuff? Like... It's just... I- Apparently we cannot. Well, because there is... Like, when you go through a lot of these periods in history... There was only so many shapes of clothes that women wore yeah. at any given time. And like today, you can wear like pretty much any historical period. There's some interpretation of it that you could wear around today. Yeah. Um, which is great and cool. And I love that. Um, but
1: like. And that's why we have like cheeky underwear, a thong underwear, and racer yes. backs, and literally a bra called a t shirt bra, yes. and bandeaus, and strapless bras, and backless bras. And they make just adhesive bras now, which I don't think work for me. I don't understand. Maybe I'm using them wrong. I do not understand adhesive bras because I think that they're just supposed to be like a pasty, but they lift you, but yeah. you can see the line of the entire thing because clothes are so thin. Yes. <sighs> yes.
0: Full circle. Full circle. Oh, so I just like, and, and granted, I know someone will say, it, the other weird thing is that while see-through dresses are popular, The idea of a slip dress just as a dress to wear... Is also popular. Is also very popular right now. Yeah. But they always have the little cowl neck swooshy... Yes. ...thing, or the tie, bunch of strings in the back. Yep. Or they're their bright, crazy colors. So they're not,
1: like, meant to be used as slips. They're just the same shape and fabric as a slip.
0: Right, right. But it would never actually work under the flowy dress. And... I've seen girls out there in the street wearing their flowy dress with their cute underwear underneath for everyone to see. And I've seen girls out there in their slip dresses with clearly no, underwear. nothing underneath. And, like, I'm happy for both those people. You would like a dress. I... You're not either of those people. I'm just... I'm not. I'm not. And I here's the deal. Celebrate your body, be comfy, feel cute, wear what makes you happy... I just think our underwear should match whatever is cool at the moment.
1: You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Victorian women. They were wearing those long skirts and they had... Long pantaloons. Long pantaloons. In the long 50s. Long baggy pantaloons. I
1: do, every time I see one of those, because there's like a lot of people on TikTok who like make historically accurate clothing I and love. show you all of the layers and put it all on for you. I'm so into those The ladies. elastic on the bottom of those little pants, pant undies. Oh. I feel like it would, would hurt after a while. I feel like
0: that's too tight. Well, I do think the idea was that because sometimes you didn't have elastic, they had a ribbon. Oh, and you would just tie it? And you would tie it, and then you would tie your stocking to it. To it. Because <sighs> stockings weren't like pants, they were just like knee highs. Right, and they also didn't have elastic. You had to tie them.
1: I'm so glad they invented elastic. Sometimes I am, and sometimes I'm really not. That's fair. <laughs> How did underwear stay up? Did you have to tie that on too? It probably had buttons. Hmm. I don't like that. It probably
0: had a couple little, little buttons. I don't want
1: buttons that close to my vagina.
0: Well, if they were wooden buttons on your linen underwear, nope.
1: Like... Keep your wooden buttons away from my Virginia. Uh, my
0: vajingle. <laughs> You know, the other day or I was thinking my about Bajangle. what a pretty name Virginia is, and now... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like, never gonna use that on a child. Because <laughs> I just called my downstairs area my Virginia. Well, I was like, that's a good, that's I also I called it my
1: Vajangle.
0: Both are great.
1: Both are great. During holidays, it's my Vajingle. <laughs> In the off-season, it's
0: your Virginia. <laughs>
1: Um, am it all about my v- vagene.
0: Yep. Fantastic. I'm trying to think if I have any arguments to make. You know what's so funny? I- I- I'm just so glad this slip dress thing came up, because I feel really strongly about this. I feel like we've come to a point in history where we're, like, telling women, this is cool, be free. But... We're not actually, like, making clothes. Clothes accommodate that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think the
1: point is that we can be free while letting our...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hannah's now touching my paintbrushes and brushing her face with them. Which I can't judge because I do that too. I thought it would feel nice.
1: It does. Uh, it?
0: But then Erin
1: saw me do it and grabbed one and started tickling me with it.
0: I grabbed the really soft, poofy one. <laughs> I grabbed the shortest, hardest paintbrush in our whole collection. You did. I know that why, but so it's so clean. It's the cleanest looking one. That's why they're so sharp. Um, That one's not good either. They're actually meant, those are meant for like scrubbing something off of a watercolor painting. That's just why they're like that. Here, I think I know what you're looking for. Try this one. Mm, thank you. <laughs> now I can go back to talking. I know all about like the sensory joy of the paintbrush. Why do you think I have all these all here? Oh, so to nice? brush your face. Um,
1: oh, but I was gonna say that I I don't think that the point is like free it all and then get me close to cover it up. I think that they want their nipples seen. I think that the point of the movement is like, oh. my nipples shouldn't be any more secretive than a man's nipples. And if like I can't walk around with a shirt off legally. But this is the
0: thing though. I- I don't walk around all day feeling like I see men's nipples. No, but if they
1: were out and about, they could take off their shirt and no one would bat an eye. Legally, I cannot. I am a girl. I have tits. I cannot have my shirt off in public. In a lot of places. Some places you can. Right. I was like... So the equivalent would be see-through clothing. Now you can see my nipples. They're not... They don't necessarily need to be sexual. And I should be able to walk around like this and not feel objectified. There's no reason that my nipples are illegal and their nipples are not. I think that's the point that people are trying to make. Maybe that's why you can't find slip dresses.
0: But I don't understand... I, I just feel like there's so much conflicting... I mean, I guess this is a reflection of anything else going on. Like, There's such extreme sides. See, that's a good one. That, that one feels good. We're painting each other's faces now. Um... I'm sure. (laughs) uh, I'm sure those people that diagnose people with mental things on the internet would have a field day with this one. Um, I do that. Here, brush my eyebrows with the pink brushes. They look good. Um, Yeah, that's the stuff.
1: (laughs) I do love that. We're doing this and describing it but nobody else can see. We're going to have to take a picture of us brushing our faces and that'll be the
0: post this week. I like to think our audience are the kinds of people where when they got the paintbrush in class and school, the first thing they did was... Touch their face? With it, yeah.
1: Let us know in the comments below.
0: (laughs) Do you touch your face with paintbrushes? The problem is our medium probably would have been YouTube and not podcast. Now that I think. (laughs) Oh, this was an issue. (laughs) Now that I'm like thinking through like our content and our whole attitude here. It would have been, YouTube would have been the thing. Um, We could do both. We could. We could record while we record and then
1: post in two places. Sure. I follow a podcast that does that. I never watch it because I am much more of a, like, listen people talk while I'm in the car kind of person, and you can't watch something while you're in the car.
0: That's the thing. I also, I I like to listen while I'm doing laundry, while I'm doing dishes, while I'm cleaning. Don't you hit the paint with, you're going to hit the microphone? Yeah, someone. That was actually a great idea. Thanks. Um,
1: In case it didn't come across, I brushed the microphone with the fluffiest paintbrush. Um, You know,
0: that that feels good. I'm glad that I spoke my truth about the... the Yeah. Because here's the deal. (laughs) We're not done. I'm sorry. Well, because I just think if you had just like a nice slip of like a slight... Like people make fun of me because I'm like obsessed with linen, but linen... Is light and airy. And it wrinkles so quickly. But if it's the slip underneath,
1: it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because if you have a thin dress on that's going to show your nipples, then it's also going to show the texture of your slip. And when the texture of your slip is that of a crinkled paper bag, because you don't feel like ironing it, you're going to know.
0: All right. All right. Fine. But but, so, but anyway, you could skip the bra and your nipples really wouldn't be out. I think just that extra little bit. Sometimes
1: even with like a bralette on, my nipples are out. No, I not, have that. I not have to that. the point where, like, you can see the details, but, like, you go, ooh, that's a nipple.
0: Yeah, no, I I have that as well. And I blame
1: these giant tits that I'd like to get rid of now. Chop them off. Jason would murder me.
0: I was gonna say, he'd be so sad.
1: He would be, he, that's why he's marrying me. That's what he tells me. <laughs> for the boobs. That's it? <laughs> yep. For the <laughs> boobs and because I have friends. And he does not. And he needs friends. Ooh, that was pretty. Wow. That
0: was really I... dramatic.
1: Oh, and on that note, maybe we should be done. I think we should done. This is a chaotic episode. I'm so sorry. Not sorry at all. Uh, wow. We just really reversed roles there. <laughs> it just happens you, when we're recording. It's so you the time. You went to England and you came back as me?
0: Uh, not quite. <laughs> oh, well,
1: that's fair. Not
0: quite.
1: Um, yeah. that's uh, That's all. That's all, folks. Are we out? No, because we have to do the whole drink your water, take your vitamins. Oh my God, you're right. Uh, Any last words for our friends?
0: Oh, get yourself some nice paintbrushes.
1: And also go get yourself sized for a bra if you haven't recently, because guaranteed you're not the size that you think that you are. And if you get one that is the right size, it will be more comfortable, even though they are horrible death traps. That's Um, my advice. um... Most places will do it for free.
0: Or if you're like a see-through, let them fly kind of person. Do it. All the power to you. Proud of you. Um,
1: Yeah, take your vitamins. Eat your vegetables. Drink your water. Get some sleep. Have a whole bag of chips for dinner.
0: And then a tomato.
1: But only once in a while. Don't do that all the time. That'd be
0: atrocious. (laughs) No, not all the time. Um, We love you. We love you, friends. We'll be back next week. We're out. We are out you <music>